The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday, July 1st. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Despite promises that people should not have to pay for getting sick with COVID-19, doctors are discovering costly, long-term health effects ranging from kidney failure to heart and lung damage. And the question is whether healthcare providers and insurers will pay for the long-term effects. In the meantime, many are being saddled with huge hospital bills. Susanna Luthi, healthcare reporter at Politico, joins us for the costs of treating COVID-19. Thanks for joining us, Susanna. Thank you. I wanted to talk about coronavirus and the costs associated with it. Obviously, there's huge healthcare costs going on around the country. And early on when this started, the president and even in more localized, you know, states and cities, everybody was saying that nobody should incur the cost of getting coronavirus, COVID-19, and we're going to help you out. As I said, the president promised to pay for COVID care, but there's a lot of people that are seeing a lot of long-term symptoms, a lot of long-term health effects, ranging things from uh, kidney failure to heart and lung damage. As we know, COVID affects the body in a, a ton of different ways, and people are getting hospital bills associated with this. And it doesn't seem that the president has been paying for it, let's say, or will continue to pay for it. It gets a little complicated. Uh, Susanna, tell us a little bit about this. When the people talk about the healthcare system in the U.S. being complicated, they're talking about the payment being complicated, right? And the story of American healthcare is how expensive it is. So it's no uh, surprise, really, that the coronavirus became a story about costs and is becoming more and more of a story about costs as uh, testing grows, testing costs are high, uh, treatment costs are high. And then there's just the nature of coronavirus, which is that it's new. We don't know a lot about it. And yes, doctors on the front lines are reporting these complications. And to the defense of policymakers who are stuck with trying to figure out all the payment complications, there's no data really yet. Are all these complications caused directly from coronavirus? Are some of them stemming from pre-existing conditions and some of the patients? 
all of that is unknown, but in the meantime, what we do know is this disease is hard on the body. Patients are seeing some very serious consequences like kidney failure, as you mentioned, blood clots that lead to all kinds of issues, heart inflammation, and the costs for these are quite high. And the White House set up a fund to cover uninsured patients. It was considered, you know, a, a good way to take care of the people who went into this pandemic without insurance, kind of a direct way. But then what happens when they have these complications? The government is only reimbursing for primarily when coronavirus is the primary diagnosis. What happens if they have a stroke? This is a conversation going on right now. Hospitals that want to get paid, obviously, are, are a big part of this conversation. And then even on the private insurance side, insurers are not universally on the same page about how to approach this again. They want more data, you know, they want more information and, and more knowledge about how to assess these conditions. At least one major insurer I talked to said, yes, they're covering all these complications as long as coronavirus is on the diagnosis list, but others have not come to a consensus. Yeah, and as you mentioned, the difficulty really stems in if a doctor is going to say, okay, all of these other things are directly related because you got COVID-19. And as we mentioned, since it hits the body in a bunch of different ways, how long would you even pay for those long-lasting illnesses as well? There are some numbers as to some costs associated with this. So for a six-hospital stay for a coronavirus patient with an underlying health condition or complications, that averages more than $74,000. On the lower end, a typical hospital stay for a coronavirus patient is about $23,500. Um, but as the discussion is, insurers don't have a clear picture of what these long-term effects are going to be. You know, how long will they have to cover these costs associated with it afterwards? And the other complicated picture is when the $74,000, for example, reflect hospital charges. That's kind of like the wish list the hospitals give. They typically overcharge as kind of a bartering mechanism to get higher rates. And then commercial insurers will come in and, and pay less than that. Obviously, Medicare and Medicaid set the rate. So it all creates kind of this very messy picture. And if you're uninsured or if you have a plan where you have a very high deductible and right now, you know, if you have coronavirus, plans are waiving deductibles and coinsurance, which can also be quite high. So you have to pay 20% of a massive hospital bill. That's very high. You know, if your insurance company is no longer saying they're going to pay for, you know, fully cover a lingering condition that's caused from coronavirus, then you can be on the hook. So it's definitely a cost story to watch. And as I say, with U.S. healthcare, usually it's always a whack-a-mole of how patients right. can get hit with costs. You have to watch these policies very closely. And the discussion is going to intensify next month because the president had these pledges to cover people's treatment until next month. And if the administration refuses to extend this, calling it a public health emergency, then insurers aren't going to have to cover that anymore. So this conversation will ramp up to see what the administration is going to do on that. We don't know if they're going to extend. Obviously, that's under discussion right now. And certainly uh, many people in the, in the healthcare industry are buzzing about that. We should know soon if they extend it. But yes, that public health emergency protections cover free testing, waiving cost sharing for all the tests, and 
the health insurers never had a mandate to kind of wipe away all the cost sharing for their customers, but they were under obviously intense political pressure to do so. And in this situation, the healthcare industry, probably all members of the healthcare industry don't want to be labeled as the bad guys during a pandemic. So we'll see how the coverage issues play out from here. Susanna Luthi, healthcare reporter at Politico. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. Have a good one. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.